Our series is Unleash the Blessing. Today, I want to talk to you from the title, Make a Decision. Make a decision. Make a decision. I want to ask you a question. Thanks so much for great praise and worship. I want to ask you a question. Are there any difficult things that you're facing now in your life? Are there any walls you're coming up against? Are you dealing with any situations you can't find answers to? You've been looking for answers and you can't find answers. Major barriers. Are there any major barriers that are there or roadblocks or things that things that may be going on in your mind? It may be relationship issues or some sort of addictions. It doesn't really matter what it is. There's painful events that are can be difficult to get over. There are difficult work environments. There are relationships you wish that you could finally find the solution for them. Are there any things that's happening in your life that you would love to get past? Here's this, here's this thing, this issue. Regardless of what's happening in your life, whether there's desperation or needed breakthrough, you need God to intervene. You've been praying for God to intervene. You've been praying for him to step in. You've been asking God, God, can you help me in this area? Can you speak to me? Can you come among us in our family and help us settle this whole thing? Many of us are facing impossible situations, and we're waiting for God. And I want to help you understand that as far as the blessing is concerned, you're no longer waiting for him. That literally God is in the position right now where he is waiting for us. He is waiting for us. He is waiting for us to realize a few things. And if we would realize a few things, then we could get breakthrough in our life. As a matter of fact, when people say breakthrough... I typically think kingdom. I think kingdom. When they say breakthrough, I see these intermittent times in people's life where they get to a place they need God. Then once God shows up, they run on with their life, get to another place where they need God. And then God shows up, then they get to another place where they need God. So they only have this relationship when they need breakthrough. But in our kingdom, there really shouldn't be a whole lot that's called breakthrough. We should live this continuous life with him where we're using our faith continually, all the time, every day, activating our faith and walking in faith, walking in things that we believe God wants us to accomplish or God wants us to have. We can't just sit and wait for God. I want to talk to you this morning if that's all right with you, okay? We, 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 we've got to get into this position where we, we have to stop waiting on God to do some things that he's waiting on us to believe for. And we have to get into the place where we are proactively activating our faith. And now, when we're not activating our faith, God will give us a situation that shakes us. God will give us opportunities where we have to wake up, where we have to come to ourselves, where we have to sort of realize that if I don't do something, this thing is going to end up bad. Am I making sense at all? So what I, so I want to say to you today is that this, this blessing, this blessing of God is something that he wants on your life all the time, all the time, every day. So now, when I talk about blessing, and, and I'm starting the first fruit series with this, when I talk about blessing, I'm talking about, I'm talking about the original Hebrew word for blessing. The Greek word in the New Testament is a derivative, but the Greek word I'm talking about is literally barach. Say that. No, say it for real. Barach. Okay, now wipe your face. So 
This word means the blessing. It means the blessing. And here's the definition of barach, the blessing. It is an endowment which means to be fully clothed with an empowerment to prosper and to have good success in whatever you do. This blessing means an empowerment, which means to be fully clothed with an empowerment to prosper and have good success in whatever I do. It means to be fully clothed, fully prepared, fully prepared. I'm empowered. I'm empowered to have success in whatever I do. Dr. Creflo Dollar says it's the best, I believe. He says it's God's super on my natural. So the blessing is when God puts his super on my natural. The question is, what happens when there's no natural to put his super on? What happens when there is no natural uh, activation, belief system, willingness to move, willingness to use our faith? What can God use if he can't use our action? Making sense? I can tell that you're listening. Stick with me. So God wants to barach us. So now, here's God's nature. When we read Genesis, we read Genesis 1, 2, and 3, the only perfect books in the Bible, Genesis 1 and 2. When we read about God in those two chapters, we read about a God who wants to do a few things with you and I. Unadulterated, there's no sin there. There's no devil there. There's no history. He's talking to Adam, and he's saying, I want to multiply you. I want to increase you. I want to bless you. I want to show you off. I want to give you a great name. I want to do all these empowerment things with your life. God is a blesser. Write that in your notes. God is a blesser. Period, point blank, exclamation point, highlight it, dab your finger with a needle, put a blood point there. This is a covenant right here. God is a blesser. He cannot curse you. His nature is to be a blesser. I said God is a blesser. God does not put sickness on you. God doesn't teach you a lesson by making you poor. That is not God. I'm going to say it again. You didn't hear me. He is a blesser. Glory to God. And he will allow you to be in situations so that he can show you he's getting ready to bless you. So he can show you how good he is. And he just wants you to wake up. It's time out for complaining. It's time out for looking at other people. They're just a mirror to you. They're just a mirror to you. What you see in them is really you looking back. It's time to make a decision that God is a blesser. He's a blesser. That's all he does. If there's anything else going on in your life, it's not God's idea. So he wants to increase me. That's all he wants to do. He never wants to deplete me. Never. It's never his It's never his desire for me to be broken. I said it's never his desire. Never his desire for me to be sick, lonely, poor, depressed, 
oppressed. It's never his desire for my family, my job, or my business to not have good cash flow. It's never him. It's not God. We can't, we got to stop being ignorant in the sense that we, we thank God for stuff he didn't do. God, thank you for the pain in my life. What? In all things, give thanks. Not because of all things, but if you're in it, give thanks. Don't give God credit for where he didn't want you to be in the first place. So what I want to do, I want to quickly show you something before I make my only point for the day. I want to show you in the Bible how this Barach is instituted and then how it comes through the generations. It's instituted and it comes through the generations. First, it's Adam in Genesis 1, 27. You, you, you may be able to write the scriptures down, but I want to go through these fairly quickly. Genesis 1, 27, it's, it says, so God created man in his own image. In the image of God, he created him. Male and female, he created them. In verse 28, what does it say? Then God barach them. Say it. What did he do to them? He clothed them with all the power to be successful in whatever they do. He did not create Adam and Eve and then make them dependent on him. He created them and gave them power to run their own world. Talk to me. He created them and then he blessed them. He barocked them. He said, I'm going to give you power to live your life. Watch this now. Watch this now. Noah, through the generations, Noah, Genesis 9, 1 and 2. First is Adam, now Noah. So God did what to Noah? He barocked him. <laughs> he blessed Noah. He empowered Noah and who? And his sons. Somebody, before we get to the end, you're already feeling it in your heart. Just go ahead and say it. I'm blessed. That's just it. I'm, I'm just blessed. I may not feel blessed. Nobody may not have told me I'm blessed. It may not look like I'm blessed. I might be depressed, but I'm blessed. I might be broke, but I'm blessed. My family might be in trouble, but I am. And eventually, I got to deal with what my life looks like and what God has already said about me. I got to make a decision. Am I blessed or not? Are you, okay, are you blessed or not? Are you empowered to prosper or not? Then ask your neighbor, then who you waiting on? What you waiting for? Okay, I'm going to do it. My wife said these are good notes. Get through them. So, okay, so Noah, <laughs> watch Abraham now. In Genesis 12 and 1, Adam, Noah, now the father of our faith. Now the Lord said to Abram, he's not even Abraham yet. The father said to Abram, get out of your country from your family and from your father's house to the land in which I will show you, and I will make you a great nation, and I will, I'm going to bless you. I'm going to barack you. I'm going to empower you to prosper in whatever you do. 
wherever you're at, whatever's happening. Did it wasn't just Abraham. God didn't skip his wife. Come on, brothers. God don't skip your wife. You need to marry a girl who's blessed. You need to, you need to sleep with a girl who knows she's blessed. If you're going to get in trouble, brother, you need to be in trouble with a woman who's blessed. You need to be, if there's something going to happen bad in your life, pick a woman who knows how to say, boy, you blessed. I don't care what's happening, what they're doing, what they're saying. You're married to me. I'm blessed, so you got to be blessed. Get up. Put your pants on. Go on out there and do what God called you to do. She's not mean when she does that. She's your wife when she does that. When you're in a cave and depressed, you don't want your wife in there with you. You want her to stand outside the cave and say, boy, come on out of there. Come on out of there, boy. Come on out of there. We can't live in no cave. Okay. What would I say? I said, Sarah. 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 Sarah in Genesis 17, 15. Watch what God says to Sarah. Then God said to Abraham, as for Sarah, your wife, you shall not call her name Sarai, but Sarah shall be her name. And I will. I'm going to Barak her too. I'm going to Barak her too. It ain't a fa- it ain't, this is not a female blessing. This ain't no male blessing. This is the blessing. It is the blessing on God. God did make a pretty pink blessing for women and a blue blessing for men. It is the same blessing. The same one. Everybody's empowered. Don't, there, there's not one person or one thing that can keep you, ma'am, out of what God's called you to be. Once you realize that you are blessed. But you got to realize it. I'm going to tell you what day we're living in. It ain't what's going on. It's not what you think is going on. What you see with your eyes and what you think is going on is not what's going on. What God is doing is getting his people into a position where they're no longer dependent on other things and other people and other gods, but they're running to him and saying, I'm the blessed of the Lord. I am highly favored. Wherever I go, I'm blessed. Hallelujah. So that's Sarah. Watch this now. Watch Isaac. Watch Isaac. Isaac in 20, Genesis 25 and 5. Watch him. Watch him. Read it with me. And Abraham gave all. No, 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 no. Just go on to the 10th verse. Go on to the 10th verse. We'll skip that. 10th verse. Watch this now. That's not what I want. I did something wrong. Genesis 25, go to the 11th verse. You were right on 10. The field which Abraham purchased from his sons of Heth, there Abraham was buried, and Sarah his wife. Now, go to the next verse. And it came to pass after the death of Abraham, What did he do to Isaac? What did he do to him? There's a, there's a story in there where God, God blessed Isaac so bad. He was digging up 
there were wells that Abraham had dug and the enemy came and threw dirt and meat and limbs in the wells so they couldn't get water out of them they bittered the waters and life got so bad for Isaac he was blessed but he said you know we need to move because there are too many enemies here too much stuff coming against my family there are too many too many systems fighting against me we need to leave God said Isaac I want you to stay there I want you to stay in the place where you think it's not gonna work I want you to stay in the place where there are enemies I want you to stay in the place where there are things working against you I want you to stay in a cold climate I want you to stay in a place where there is no warmth. I want you to stay in a place where you don't think there's no money. I'll tell you what happened to me. I'll tell you what happened to me years ago. We were downtown, and y'all who've been with me for a minute, you'll remember this. We were downtown, and uh, uh, I told Linnell, I said, Bae, we do, we've done good. We've done good, but I really feel like it's time for us to go. I think it was the seventh anniversary of our church. Sixth or seventh anniversary. I said, I just feel like we've done what God's supposed to do. There's so many leaders here. Surely one of them should take the church. And let's go south. Let's, let's go south. So at that anniversary, I messed up. I invited uh, Bishop Wangela from, from Kenya to teach one Sunday, and I invited Maurice, Pastor Maurice uh, Watson from Salem to preach the next Sunday. When Jella come up in my pulpit, he don't preach the Bible. He looks at me sitting on the floor and he says, God told me to tell you to stay in Gerar. I said, where's Gerar? I'll move there. If that's where I'm supposed to be. <laughs> he says, God told me to tell you to stay here in Omaha, in this church. He has a blessing for you. I said, wow, that is so nice. Okay. The next Sunday, they don't know one another. <clears throat> Pastor Maurice Hart, I mean, pa no, Pastor Maurice Watson, I mean, the coolest dude I ever met, though. I wish I could be a Baptist preacher. The, the guy was just suave. I mean, dressed to the T. I mean, just cool, man. A ain't nothing like it. Y'all don't know. Okay. Go to a good Baptist church. Ain't nothing like it, right? He had brought his own mic with him and had a towel and everything, man. I said, oh, that's so soft. That brother got up there and got in the key of E flat. I mean, he was preaching. Mm. I know some of y'all don't like emotional services. But if he can preach, I don't care what he's doing. Stomping, hacking, coughing. Don't make no difference. In the middle of his sermon, he stopped and said, God told me to tell you to stay in Gerar. It don't matter where you're at. Once you realize that the blessing of God is on you, Once that blessing is on you, 
It don't matter what's going on around you. It don't matter what people are saying. It don't matter if you ain't got no friends. It don't matter if everybody leaving you. It don't matter. Hey, hey, glory to God. It don't matter. Would you, would you do me a favor, no music, would you do me a favor and just find two people and give them a high five and tell them, it don't matter if you got the blessing. It don't matter. It don't matter if you got the blessing. It don't matter if you got the blessing. Step up. Come on, find your brother. Find your sister and tell them, it don't matter if you got the blessing. If you got the blessing, it don't matter. Okay, 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 sit down, sit, sit, sit. Shade, they, Shabrande Gebelsoho de Gese. When, when that when, when 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 that blessing when that blessing show up in your life when that blessing show up in your life listen listen to me listen to me let me tell you let me tell you how to know the blessing really showed up because some of y'all were playing with God but now God's serious about you so when the blessing shows up people you thought you needed leave Cause you don't need them no more. The blessing is there. Some of you, when the blessing shows up, you get fired from your job. Cause he's trying to tell you, you don't need a job no more. Okay, sit. Y'all done got me excited and I'm too early. Jacob. You see that blessing going through the lineage? Jacob in Narah, Genesis 27. Genesis 27, 27. Jacob, I said I was gonna do these quick. Jacob, you see it? Read it. And he came near and, and he smelled the smell of his clothes. And he blessed him. There it is on Jacob. Go to Genesis 49. There's that blessing. That blessing on Jacob. Now Jacob has a son. One of his 12 sons is Joseph. Genesis 49, 25. By the word, you there? Read it. By the word of your father who will help you and by the almighty who will with the he's going to bless you with the Blessings of heaven above. And what else? Blessings of the deep. And what else? In every way in your life, Joseph, you're going to be barak. You're going to be empowered to prosper in whatever you do. Watch this now. It's on Joseph. Now let me just get to the end. Go to Galatians 3. 3 and 7. 3 and 7. Watch this now. Therefore know that only those, read it, with, read, read, read it. Therefore know only those who are of sons of Abraham, keep reading. And the scripture 
foreseeing that God would justify the Gentiles by faith, preached, saying, Now read this verse right here, if you haven't read it. So then, those... So God, God didn't even talk about Joseph, didn't talk about Adam, didn't talk about none of them. He talked about, he, he talked about the first one, the father of our faith. He says, now if you believe in Jesus, you're like Abraham. And if you're like Abraham, you have the same blessing. This ain't no water. Can I, can I say something? Y'all... Y'all who work in these manufacturing companies. This is what happened to me. I'm walking in the store, and I didn't notice what was happening. I walked in the store, and I'm, I went in there to buy some, some uh, cornflakes. And when I walked in there to buy the cornflakes, I see it up on the shelf. And it's the, it, when you look at it, it's the same size box. So I grabbed it from the top of the box. And what I noticed was... It's the same size, but it's not the same depth. This box of cornflakes has two cups less than what it used to have of cornflakes, but it's the same price. You go buy some off-brand pop. Y'all be drinking this off-brand pop, not Coke or Pepsi. You buy this cheap stuff, and when you open it up, you're like, it's watered down. The blessing that started with Adam and Abraham is not watered down. It is the original. It's the original blessing. The same blessing that God put on Adam so Adam could name the animals. He put the same thing on you so you could name the animals in your life. The same blessing that was on Adam that he could run his life is the same blessing that's on you so you can run your life. So watch this now. Here's the main scripture. Deuteronomy 30, 15. Wow. And I, I should, I should, I should, oh yeah. Deuteronomy 30, 15. Watch what he says. I've set before you today life and good. I'm also going to put death and evil in front of you. In that I command you today to love the Lord, your God, and to walk in his ways and to keep his commandments, his statutes, his judgments, that you may live and multiply. And the Lord your God will bless you, listen, rock you, in the land which you go to possess. But if your heart turns away so that you do not hear and you, and you are drawn away and worship other gods and serve them, I announce to you the day you shall surely perish. You shall not prolong your days in the land which you cross over the Jordan to go in to possess. Read verse 19 with me. I call that I have set before you life and death, blessing Therefore, I was praying about something in my life. I was praying about something in my life. And I know sometimes people can think that because you stand up here, everything is perfect. I just want to tell you something, saints. I want to tell you something. There's a lot of faith being used by this old boy standing up here. 
A lot of faith, a lot of impossibilities, a lot of dark nights, a lot of enemies, a lot of loneliness, a lot, a lot of it. You just, it's just there. It's there all the time. Life isn't perfect, but there was a thing. And I'm like, God, I really need you to open the way on this thing. I need, I need an answer. I need, I need some wisdom. I need something. And I heard in my own spirit, in my own spirit, I heard God say to me, through a question. He asked me, when are you going to decide that you're blessed? <laughs> Martin, you're not going through this because you're not blessed. You're going through this because you don't know you're blessed. You've not recognized it. You've not actualized it. You've not used the blessing on your life. He said in 24 hours, if you activate the blessing, all this will be done. 24 hours. Now, you know, if God give you that kind of promise, you're going to work it even if you don't believe it's going to work. <laughs> he said, you need to make a decision. Are you blessed or not? Well, Lord, this is happening. I ain't, I'm not asking you about what's happening. I'm asking you, are you blessed? I'm not asking you about what people are saying about you. I'm asking you, are you blessed? I'm not asking you if you have money. I'm asking you, are you blessed? I'm not asking you if you're happy. I'm asking you if you're blessed. I'm not asking you if you're depressed. I'm asking you, are you blessed? I'm not asking you if you're happy in your marriage. I'm asking you, are you well God I think I am he said that's the issue make a decision settle this issue be done with this issue either say you're not blessed or say you are don't let life get you stuck in the middle waiting on God like he's a bus driver that forgot his route tell somebody choose I mean, for real, tell somebody, choose. Is you or ain't you? Is you is or ain't you ain't? That's, that's Mississippi Gullah talk. Is you is or ain't you ain't? Are you blessed or are you not blessed? It's your decision and it's your choice. When I tithe, when I tithe, I tithe from a position of blessed. <clears throat> I don't tithe from a position of I got enough money. I tithe from the position that I'm blessed. When I first fruit, I first fruit from the position that I'm blessed. Since he allowed me to choose, every time I don't tithe, I'm choosing to be cursed. I'm choosing to be cursed and now I'm coming to God to ask for the curse to be broken. And God is saying, I didn't choose that. Then we teach our children not to. Oh, y'all don't shout on that one, huh? <laughs> then we teach our children, we need food, so we're not going to tithe. Aunt Sally needs a rent paid, so we're going to give her the tithe money. We're choosing the curse. He set before you life and death. Blessing and cursing. 
Then he says, if I were you, I would choose to be blessed. I would choose. Do it now. Choose. Make a choice. Make a choice. Are you blessed or not? Once you're blessed, stop complaining. Stop talking about everything else going on. You're blessed. Activate it. Unleash your own blessing. How do you, how do, you do that? Can I give them to you? You decide. Now, let me, let me make sure I deal with this. Let me make sure I deal with this. Because I have to. Why does God want you to be blessed? Because he loves you. He loves me with my nasty self. He loves me with my unforgiving self. He loves me with my unperfect self. He just loves me. He wants me blessed because he loves me. Jesus died so he could love me. Jesus was crucified so he could love me. God loves you right there where you are and he's trying to convince you to choose his blessing. Pastor, you don't know what I'm facing. It don't matter what you're facing. You're blessed. You are blessed when your brothers hate you. Let me tell you something now. Let me tell you something. People don't understand when they're blessed. Some people don't want to be around you because you're blessed. People who talk about you and they say things about you, they're not really saying what they're saying. They're saying that they're intimidated by the blessing on your life. I talked to my friends this week from Mississippi, which I'm going to go see them. And, they, and they, would, they would say stuff like, well, we just never knew God would do that with you. Well, what did you think God was going to do with me? He loves everybody. He wants everybody blessed. And he, want, he wants you to decide that you're blessed. So now, number one, make a decision. Almost done. What do you do? Make a decision right now. Do it again. Make a decision. I mean, right now, right now, in, inside. Don't even talk to me. Talk to yourself inside, 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 right there where you are. Say, I'm blessed. I'm blessed. I'm blessed right here. I don't have to leave here. I'm blessed. I don't have to look for another place. I'm blessed. I don't have to look for more relationships. I'm blessed. I don't have to look for another wife or husband. I'm blessed. I don't have to look for another church. If I'm blessed, I'm going to be blessed everywhere. If I'm cursed, I'm going to curse the church when I go there. I'm blessed. In everything I do, I'm blessed. I'm blessed everywhere I go. I'm blessed with everything I do. Everything I touch, I'm blessed. Everything I walk on is blessed. Everything I try to do is blessed. And if it's not blessed the first time, I keep doing it again till the blessing shows up. But if I keep digging, eventually I'm going to hit water. If I keep digging, eventually I'm going to hit gold. Why? I'm blessed. My ideas are blessed. My thinking is blessed. My relationships are blessed. My bread is blessed. My water is blessed. My studies are blessed. My mind is blessed. Any concept they put in front of me on a piece of paper or on a board, I can understand because my brain is blessed. My spirit is blessed. My soul is blessed. I can withstand trouble. I can withstand opposition against me. I can, I can stand it. I can last through the dark days. Somebody shout, the blessing is on me.
So decide. Make a decision. Make up your mind. Have you, have you ever, have you ever seen a person with the blessing on them? Have you? What does that look like? Talk to me out loud. What does that look like when you see a person with a blessing on them? They look like you? Okay, or somebody other than you. What, what, I, I know, I know, I know they look like. What, is, what does it look like when it's on them? Joy, success, they're happy, favor. It seems like they get shut down. And then the next week, they dancing. You know what I'm saying? You, you think it's over. And then they show up and you're like, how did that happen to him? I thought it was over for her. Right? That blessing is on them. Have you married anybody with a curse on them? People say, oh, yeah. <laughs> I had a friend. We were little boys. We were little boys. We were little boys. And for Easter, he was just unlucky walking to church. All of us walking together. The car comes by. He's the only one splattered with mud. I'm like, whoa. So how, how did you get the mud? I'm trying to figure this out. When he was a little bit older, somebody stole his tricycle. When he was a little bit older, it was his bicycle that never worked. Got a, little bit, got a little bit older, his car was always on the side of the road. I said, boy, you need to come to church with me. There is something on you. There is something on your life, and you need to figure out how to get that off. Because you're supposed to be blessed. I had a girl's bike, but it didn't break down. <laughs> I, I got handed down. I got 10 sisters, you know what I'm saying? I got 10 sisters, and the last bike working was a girl bike. I rode that pink bike. You know, I had that little sway down there. You didn't have to lift your leg over. You just park it, step right on off. I had me one of those bikes. They laughing at me showing up, showing up with my pink bike, with that banana seat. <laughs> Didn't bother me at all. That bike served me until <laughs> I could get another bike. You get what I'm saying? You got you to realize in your life, do, do me a favor. Look back right now. Just take two seconds. Look back right now in your life when it was supposed to be over, when it was supposed to be done with you, in your mama's or your daddy's house, when th stuff was hitting the fan, and you were like, I'm not going to make it through this. This is not going to work. I'm not going to survive this. I'm not going to survive. And God... That's the blessing on your life. In a foreign country, trying to figure out how am I going to make it to this dream I see. Living in the bush, you're living in the project someplace. And now all of a sudden, there you sitting with your degree, buying houses and celebrating with your children. It's the blessing of God on your life. First thing is decide. The next thing you got to do is what you think. Once you decide, now you got to start talking. You got to decree and declare. What I say? You got to decree and declare. What I say? They're going to put a, a scripture up in the message Bible. And I felt real smart when I, I was reading it in the King James and New King James. And I didn't feel no anointment. But when I went over to the message Bible, I said, boy, step back, kiss yourself. That's so good. You're so smart, Martin. Now I was in the Bible, but I took credit for looking it up. <laughs> so good. Watch this scripture now. 
I'm sure now you'll see God's goodness. And it, No, that's not the one I want. I want Job. I want Job 22. Yeah, 26. Right here. Read it with me. You'll take delight in God. The and watch him now. You'll take ah, oh, you're reading too fast. You'll take go back. You'll take delight. You ever had a party? You ever had a party with water and some rich crackers? You can do it. Because parties aren't about the food and the drink. Parties are about what's happening in your soul. You'll take delight in God, the mighty one, and look to him with joy and boldness. I'm going to show you what it looks like in a minute. Look to him with boldness. None of this Christian backing up stuff. Please, sir, Heavenly Father, we come to you as humble as we know how. Look, that ain't the blessing. Come to him joyfully and boldly. Watch this now. Next verse. You'll pray to him and he will listen. He'll do what? Read that again. Read it again. When are you going to not just celebrate the promises of God in your life, but start celebrating the promises you've made to yourself? The wishes, dreams, and promises you made to your family. He helps you do what you have promised. It gets better. Next one. Read it now. You'll do what? Who will, no, no, no. Who will decide? Does God decide? Read it. You'll decide what? You will decide what you want and it will happen. Come before him boldly and come before him with joy and whatever you have promised yourself, whatever you have promised your life, whatever you have promised your family, God will help you do that. But it starts with a...